What's up, retards? The funniest 9-11 jokes were written on 9-12. Women jerk off dicks like fucking their un unruly ferrets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ever had a 9-11 cocktail? <laughs> it's in Manhattan with two kamikazes. And now, now. You see, the socialists don't have an accurate answer for this, and she needs to account for it. That's White women must be stopped. That's right. right. What? Yeah. <laughs> we can stay horny and retarded longer than she can stay sane. What? Your ass, ass to penis ratio. Ben, maybe you could say we had sex, but we didn't fuck. You said nigga for oh. Oh, Jesus. Fat so. Dave, fuck you, man. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is another episode of Tower Power Hour. We are here once again on Labor Day, the communist day of the year, with the philosopher. <laughs> How you doing, ma'am? How you doing? I said ma'am, by the way, not man. I just wanted to... <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for not yeah. missing it. I'm good. Be <laughs> okay. on the show. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. We also yeah. have Jose, Nick, and Toad, the regular cast, all out here today. Jose had to shut down another podcast just to be on with us, so thank him for that. Oh, yeah, uh, nap time memes. Thanks for letting me reschedule. Otherwise, these guys were going to be a one short. We try to keep it around five if we can. Four is doable. Six is too much. Five is just right. So. <laughs> <laughs> ask, ask Toad's mom about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have uh, clean-shaven Nick. Coming off after that, oh. uh, going on Twitter, showing everybody his uh, goatee, and then shaving that off, Get and then now he that. looks just manscaped real nice, looking like a good Nick. Uh, I'm cool. letting it grow back. I'm gonna let it grow back like it was before. I'll just take better care of it than I was in the past. Wait, you're seriously yeah. just gonna be like shave it off and be like, all right, I'm just gonna do another three months of letting it grow back? I don't know if it'll take three months, you dick, but yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I did the thing where I did just the like the chin hair. I just called it the Diaz because the, the Diaz brothers, the MMA fighters, had that thing going on for a while. And uh, I just was like, ah, eh, fuck it. And I, I would have to get rid of it anyway so it would grow back evenly because I wanted to just grow, grow the beard back. So I was just messing with a new look, and I didn't really like it that much, so I got rid of it. All right. Well, you look less Turkish now, so. Yeah, I actually said on there, guess my ethnicity now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Still black. That's right. Spanish oh, no. of some kind. What's that? <laughs> Spanish of some kind. Not quite. Actually, I was asked if I was um because of the because of the goatee thing, I was asked, are you he just the guy asked me, Are you Mexican? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think you think I'm what do you, what do you think I am, Fo? Maybe like Spanish of some kind, like maybe like Puerto Rican, like Okay. Close enough. <laughs> Italian. Close enough. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's really close enough. I just love how, I just love how <laughs> Top Lobster and Nick are technically both Puerto Rican now. So, <laughs> wait, it's Top Puerto Rican, right? Or am I? Yes. Okay, good. I got that right. Oh, Italiano. Cool. <laughs> and I'm the only Italian one here now. That's right. <laughs> uh, speaking of communism, uh, philosopher, you actually escaped a communist nation right in, in southeast asia if i'm not mistaken uh no my parents did Your parents did yeah yeah no i was born in the land <laughs> in the land of the thought i i thought was free but uh nope you know you united states over here um but yeah no it was my uh grandma and my uh her kids that fled uh communism at different points um so yeah 
definitely. Why yeah. would they flee communism? It's literally like the most peaceful and most amazing <laughs> philosophy of our time. I don't understand. I'm so confused. It it's depends on the uprising, the specific right. one for uh, the Khmer Rouge. And um, with the Vietnam War, they stayed actually and lived in Vietnam throughout the whole war. And they actually left because the communist government, after winning, uh, wanted to seize the property and wealth from uh, those that were left over to help fund the war and pay wow, back. Wow, I'm shocked. Communists want to seize stuff? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just fleeing, um, being shot or fleeing, having their property stolen, you know, pretty pretty common in, in communist takeover. Well, we can all just, you know, agree that it wasn't real communism. So, I mean, we can try it again somewhere else. It'll be totally fine this time. <laughs> it works great in theory. Yeah. It's just literally on paper. It's the best thing yeah. you can think of. Which, I mean, that's kind of a good segue if we want to touch on, like, uh, say with DeSantis shit, because, like, with principles and stuff. Because I feel like a lot of uh, people as of late kind of, uh, I know, shitting on principles. But I just, I'm of the opinion they just have the wrong principles um it's kind of the arguments all fuckered up so but then all these people like oh we got to bend principles it's like so that to me that's the same as like essentially the yo it works great in theory type deal so yeah yeah which yeah if you watch that uh the read and clip stream from last night which was really good and they basically kind of talked about this a little bit i did want to touch on because there was a huge thing on twitter between which is probably wasn't just on Twitter, just between libertarians in general, like some are just like this DeSantis thing comes out of where they are fining businesses $5,000 if they ask for um, proof of vaccination, correct? I think that's what it yep, was. that's it. And like, you can understand, like I think all libertarians can agree, they're like, yeah, that's bad. Like no government should never be in the, the business of part of like, no uh, pun there of telling businesses what they should do or how they should run or anything. But at the same time, we're seeing literally over the past 18 months where government has just shit all over businesses in one direction. And then right away, when it goes the opposite direction, they're just like, whoa, guys, chill the fuck out. Like, (laughs) you shouldn't be doing this. And I don't know. I'm of the opinion that it's a good thing tactically, but bad thing in a libertarian principle wise. But um, I guess that doesn't make me a libertarian. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you guys want my opinion on it or something? Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so it's it's interesting because I uh, basically the bill, the legislation that was passed and was signed by DeSantis was, um, you know, as you said, part of it was finding a business if they ask you for your vaccination status. Um, and same thing with governments within the state of Florida. So, of course, as all the libertarians are like, yeah, I totally agree about the state uh, of Florida restraining like its own government and the localities within it from uh, implementing vaccine passports or um, mandates uh, of requiring vaccination status. But to do so in a business, I mean, you know, like subjectively i think there's the libertarians who they're not gonna like go to capitol hill and and fight for it like they would and say i want open carry in florida you know i mean i'm i'm one of those people where it's like yeah i don't really like it it's not the perfect legislation it should have just been limiting government powers and uh just leaving it up to the businesses and the market to decide whether you want this sort of vaccination status and um of course from the most practical sense, 
people, you know, I like it because it's like, oh, it means that uh, big chains like Walmart or uh, Publix or Target or places that I'm used to uh, conveniently getting goods and services at won't, you know, I, I know that they won't be requiring that. So it's like from a selfish perspective, like a practical sense, you know, it, it uh, benefits me, you know, to, to not have the inconvenience of needing to be like, oh, gosh, they're asking for my papers. I'm going to go somewhere else or I'm going to spend the time to complain. I mean, I just don't think it was needed in the end, though, because I just think the market would have worked itself out because you see that already, um, you know, when. Uh, the vaccines were FDA approved, you suddenly had a lot of businesses say, okay, well now uh, customers who are vaccinated don't have to wear a mask. We just recommend everyone else do it too. But they weren't about haggling their customers and like stopping them, you know? So um, I, I think it's, it's a weird paradigm because there's also like lots of influences on those big corporations a lot of NGO influence that you you can't really like prove um, uh, in a sense, like if you're just focused on governments and, and restraining government. So it's like, it's just a weird um, time that we live in. There's like so much collusion in big businesses that it's getting hard to even differentiate between uh, a, a, a big corporation like Walmart and a government in some cases. Um, just in terms of like influence on on media and, and politics. Um, so, you know, ultimately, I think in the practical sense as well, it probably will just be more about like keeping those big corporations from enacting the vaccine passports because there wasn't really the small mom and pops anyway that yeah, wanted yeah. those. Like there's no yeah, mom and like I'm going to spend more money that I don't freaking have because I was shut down for however long last year. Because uh, DeSantis did actually have shutdowns here, like, don't yeah. forget Floridians. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, it was yeah. like the beacon of liberty for that whole time. So yeah, I mean, I don't know if he was able to. I mean, I don't know how they write these bills or if they're able to somehow. Because I would have been completely fine and have nothing to say whatsoever if it was just like corporations. Because I'm the whole point I was getting earlier with like having the wrong principles is I don't like to look at it as a binary, look at it as a spectrum. Like, because with the corporations, they basically. I mean, at what point do you say they're not the government? They're, they're, they're basically lobbying the government. They're getting kickbacks from government. Like, it's that's basically what fascism is. It's just kind of blending the, the lines between what's what. So, like, if it had been on corporations, it would, to me, that just kind of is government, you know, stopping government from doing things. And while I'm not necessarily going to, like, push it, I'm also don't really care if it happens. So it's not, like, going to be a thing. But, yeah, the mom and pa thing is clearly, like, like, the little shots. But I don't know how, if they're able to write bills, to be, like, no mom and pa. Like, I don't know what how they write those. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Travis touched on something in the comments that I said a while ago, <clears throat> excuse me. The president made a public statement asking businesses to implement vaccine passports. Like they're, they're literally doing all, but writing legislation to say, right. Hey, you guys need to have. And at, at that point, a point that I've been making to people, at least in private conversations with, with folks that I've had, and I haven't had this, I don't think I've spoken about this publicly yet, but like, as libertarians, we are well aware that the government is just the mafia, but less cool. So they are not, we have no idea. And this is, this goes into the whole, what Jose was just saying about it's a spectrum, private and public. It's not a binary. We have no idea what kind of backroom deals or outright threats or who the hell knows what exactly. kind of 
right. kind of conversations are being had behind closed doors where they say, hey, yo, and I said this about tech censorship. You don't know if they took Jack Dorsey in a back room and said, hey, look, if you don't do what we want you to do, we'll cut your grandmother's throat and have her in a dumpster next week. Because they do that. And we know they do that kind yeah. of shit all the time. So what's to say they're not doing this with Walmart CEOs about or the, the Walmart CEO, I guess would be a more appropriate term um, about mask or vaccine mandates or whatever that it may be. We all know that the FDA uh, and the CDC are in bed with these pharma companies and they, those are government organizations. So by extension, these big pharma companies are basically uh, kind of running, running those bodies in a way. And some yeah. of the biggest uh, donors to these presidential campaigns are Pfizer and Moderna and these other big pharma companies. So it, <clears throat> I think that it's really it's not a black and white thing and I am I'm not ecstatic about the idea that this kind of precedent is being set. However, I'm not mad that, you know, after everything that's been going on after the president outright said we're counting on y'all to implement these vaccine requirements, I'm not mad that a governor snipped that or nipped it in the bud and said no, you're not going to do that here. You know, to well, me that's more a form of nullification. Right. And the yeah, legislators well, who who got it to his desk. Yeah, and my thing is, like, I don't understand the whole... Like, so, basically, the argument I've seen, and this is... I mean, Drew Hancock loved the guy, but this, he was on... I was arguing with him on Twitter for a while, and the argument that's been set is just, like, okay, DeSantis is setting a, a bad precedent that is going to be used against us in the future. So, like, don't go... Don't clap your hands and get all excited about this vaccine. Like, he is setting something that is going to be used against us and people that love liberty in the future. The left will look at this and be like, okay, oh, since he's doing it, then we can do it too. But my argument has been, they're already been doing this. This has already been happening you know, all over the country. Right. Yeah, we, we, we've seen like literally in New York, California, and in probably other states, I really don't know, I haven't really, but New York and California definitely have already implemented a thing where you have to have a, your vaccine passport to get into any building in the whole state. And so it's like this is basically mm. the same power. It was more used. cities, not states. It, it was, it was, yeah. It's been like a city level thing, like New York okay, City. Yeah. Has well, done your it, point, yeah. your point remains though, it, right? It, yeah, it's just, just like clarify. It's, it's not like they're like take. It's like not like the it was the power was here and the dissenters did this bill and now they have more power. It's like no, 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 no. They've just been. It's just the same power, but it's just used against each other. Um, right. And this is the only time we've seen someone say like, no, this is not happening in our state at all. And I'm going to make it to where like, it literally can't happen because we will use our force against you. Now as libertarians, we hate the force against you, but in the ultimate scheme of things, I'd rather have the force be for something good rather than like where we, yep. because I mean, if, if my whole thing is like, if, what if something happens? So now they can never say, okay. Florida's doing good, even though, like, you know, these businesses were doing vaccinates regardless. Like, it wasn't, they can't say that at all. They can't say, like, mm -hmm. they can't, if they're trying to look at what, why it has vaccinates work, they can look at New York, but they can't look at Florida. They'll be like, here's literally two opposing view sets. So I don't understand that whole argument of it's going to be used against us in the future if it's already being used against us right now. Well, I'll say another mm -hmm. thing too is I think that the precedent has already been set that we're going to have either a bunch of de Blasio's or a bunch of DeSantis's yeah. where it's going yeah. to be, de, de, where if you have, I know, I know it's not exactly an equivalence because de Blasio is a mayor and DeSantis is a governor. Well, de Blasio has uh, gone, right? Isn't somebody else now? 
flipped it. No, Cuomo's gone. The governor. DeSantis is the governor. and DeSantis is the governor, and de Blasio is the mayor of New York. No, no, I thought de Blasio was also gone. Maybe I'm wrong. But the point I'm making is – no, de Blasio is still the mayor. Okay. Uh, the point I'm making is I think the precedent is, is has already been set that you're going to have one of two extremes. And that's where yeah. you're going to have what you were. I think you were kind of touching on this a second ago, Cole, is that you're going to have one one side of the spectrum is going to be we're going to mandate where you have to get a vaccine to go and get groceries. And the other side of the spectrum is that we're not going to allow businesses to require proof of vaccination. I know which one of those I would rather. And yeah. it's the DeSantis model. I think that in this I think that in this particular day and age, like I just think that's all we that's that's all we're gonna have. That's the, and and I think we're gonna have to choose one of the two paths. And I, I mean, I could be wrong about that. Absolutely, could be wrong. And again, the I mentioned this on the Angela episode where it's like I'm not, I'm I'm not smart enough to sit down and parse out. Okay, this is consistent with libertarianism. Step one was, but step two wasn't. So therefore, step three was a little bit wonky, and then step four doesn't violate the nap and all that shit. Like I'm not smart enough. I don't have that kind of time or that ability or knowledge. So I'm kind of going by gut feeling, and my gut feeling says like the DeSantis model is way better than the the you know op- opposing that at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, Real quick, tough. We don't we don't need laws for that. You know, it's called bullying. <laughs> 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 I do want to uh, bring up uh, your your booze uh, shit real quick. Hi there, Jack. I don't know if you want to <laughs> drop him a plug for him. Um, but yeah, no, he's he's totally right. But I, I do think that he definitely could have been handled better. But it's one of those things like here it's here. And like while I do think it's not ideal, I mean I'm not definitely not praising it. I mean, you probably haven't most people haven't seen me online really like jumping for joy, but I I'm also not really complaining about it either. It's kinda like eh, okay. But <laughs> so. like I'll say a statement, say, you know, just like that. Just say, you know, just point out that it was yeah, there is property rights violation written in there. Um mm-hmm. And just yes. say it like that, but am I going to go protest the Capitol when there's all this other stuff going on about literal disinformation against, you know, natural immunity and um, just this idea of property rights in general? Like, that's what I'd rather be focused on, you know, taxation right. and gun rights. But that's me. I'm not saying all libertarians need to. I'm not saying you're not a libertarian if you don't focus on it. It's just like my preference of, uh, how I'm choosing to spend my time and effort. There's violations everywhere. Like you could probably spend all day on just one yeah. issue that <laughs> government's focusing on, like the war on drugs alone. Yep. You just right. <laughs> spend all day and all your energy on that. And also, so it's just up to an individual to choose. But before we go far too much farther, there are people in the comments saying that de Blasio is about to be ousted just because there's going to be a mayor election and his limit, his term is limited. He is the one that he's the one that implement. The point I'm making is he is the one that implemented vaccine requirements in New York city. Right. It's it's his model. That's what I was getting at y'all. Not that like that. It's not important whether he's gone soon or not. I I appreciate y'all correcting us or, 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 you know, saying, no, no, I was wrong. No, but the point <laughs> we're I'm on a time traveler. So, so anyway, Toad, you had a point. Well, I was just going to say that, like, yes, we obviously we agree that what DeSantis is doing is a property violation, but it's kind of like this borders argument that people are also flipping out about recently, where it's like we're looking at two different things that we agree are both property violations, and we're determining which one is less bad. Yeah. So, like, I might. I'm probably going to be taking the DeSantis model here. Well, I definitely would take the DeSantis model over the de Blasio model. That's for sure. Cause we're talking about mandates there, but I might even be taking the DeSantis model over something like what's going on where I am right now, where it seems like there's a lot of 
voluntary uh, cooperation here where it's like my, like I'm banned from my office building right now. And then like, it seems like it's just spreading out all over the city right now, like music venues in Boston, like all these places are just going to start. Like, it seems like they're all about to start doing it. And the, um, well, so like, where, like, where do you draw the line between what is private and what is public, I guess, where if it's just uh, sort of this soft coercion where it's more like brainwashing to a degree where it's like this company is going to wind up doing this just because they've been told to sort of like or it's not actually mediated, but they're following guidelines or whatever the case might be. Yeah. It, and my, the thing, the question I asked also, like, because go to your thing, I, I was also on there, Toad, of like, there's degrees to this. There are, I mean, as much as you want to say coercion is bad, there are different levels of coercion that we see within our, like, just by the state. Like, I mean, and the question I asked was, which if all the, basically if all states did exactly what DeSantis did back in the beginning of 2020 and said, okay, listen, we're putting a ban on vaccine mandates, va like mask mandates, and I guess to an extension, lockdowns. Like it would be, I don't know, that one maybe not, but mostly vax and mask if we're keeping it to just what businesses are supposed to do. Would we be in a better place now or a worse place now or just about the same? And my argument has been, we'll be in a better place now than we would be, at least liberty-wise, of saying like, listen, we're not going to allow anybody to be like, if we already have the Civil Rights Act, we're not going to allow anybody to be uh, turned away at a business I mean, this is, president was set in 1960. As much as I hate the Civil Rights Act, it still was right. set. And I would rather stick to that of allowing everybody to be coming to uh, a business than like saying where these different governors or mayors say you can't come in because you're vaccine status. And I did have some people say like we'd be in a worse, either be in a worse or the same right know. now. And I, I just know if it would have been better or worse. It's It's hard to say. I mean, but it, it does go back to what you said is the president was already set. The property rights violations have been happening. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how us not like go into the Capitol and be like, DeSantis, you know, like repeal this legislation is like going to do much when it's like they already violate your property. We're, we're at an uphill battle against the right. moral foundation of, of this whole society. Like people don't even understand individual body and property rights. Like we have to start there. And just going back to the Twitter thing, I think it's okay to just say, yeah, the libertarian position is you shouldn't um, tell a business that they can't have some stupid freaking rule on their property, whatever they should be free to it's, it's dumb, but you know, it's okay to say that, but it's also okay to just make the decision that, you know, there's not really much you can do otherwise. And that there's some, there's so many more battles that we got to keep fighting on. <laughs> and also, like, would, as a libertarian, would you rather move to New York right now or to Florida right now? I mean, I, I mean, they both are doing to you to uh, as a libertarian perspective, they are both uh, violating the NAP by telling a, a business what they can or can't do. But mm. to most libertarian, I feel like ninety nine percent libertarians, they'd be like, yes, I would rather live in Florida than New York City right now. Well, not even just not even just libertarians, but you see people, you know, voting with their yeah. feet essentially where people are fleeing New York and moving to Florida and to Texas, where I think uh, Abbott has also done something similar to what DeSantis has done. So people are telling you that. Yeah, there's, it, there's definitely something there. I was thinking too, throughout all this, it's like the market. Cause I, 
Like with uh, New York, like I know I watch uh, with my kids like a decent amount of TV, and I've seen so many ads as of late for like shit in New York, and it like they're clearly trying to be like, hey, come back to New York, come back to New York, and it's yeah, like a lot of people clearly are. not going to work well for them. They're clearly going to go bad, and like it's kind of hard for like means in Florida to put this in perspective because I see like I see little shit, like I see like my kids are in charter school and they they just they just made them bring back the masks, and but they're not supposed to according to the state shit. I'm fucking irritated about it, but you know, whatever. So, but so it's, I see these little things, but it's like, it's way worse in New York. So I don't see it for my little bubble. Obviously like the commons need like with DeSantis, I would have no problem with them blocking it. There is some, like, obviously we're talking about like the pro- private property shit, mm-hmm. but like in New York, like it, it is something like, yeah, your people are going to travel their feet. People aren't going to be going to New York. People are going to moving into the rural areas. They're not going to want to be there. And like, yes, there are corporations and like they're in bed with government that does kind of feed them. But they're only yeah. going to last so long. Like in some place like that, it's just not going to be sustainable. So yeah. And, and yeah also, right. this thing isn't about the you know state income tax. It's not like yeah. don't make an argument. They're like, oh, these people are moving to Florida because they have no state income tax. Duh, that's right. why. It's like no, it's not like the reason people are moving to Florida, Texas, is because of what they're doing about COVID. It's and yeah, it's, like mm-hmm. these are le- the, the legit reasons. It's not. You, there's no other reasons besides that. That's the only reason they're moving. And I mean, I've seen some other people. I mean, Tom Segura is one of my favorite uh, comedians, and he basically said the reasons were one, like COVID, but two, like he did say the taxes in California are getting crazy, and, and Texas is a little bit cheaper. But like the main thing people are leaving these states are because of how they're treating COVID and these lockdowns and vax mandates, and they're just like, no, we're not going to deal with this shit. And if you go and like, it's going to look better if you have a place that's like, no, we are not, like. It is against the law to say that you can't, like, you are going to be able to get groceries no matter what. You'll be able to get your groceries. You're going to be able to provide for your kids. You're going to be able to go to work no yeah. matter what. It's a populist response. DeSantis yep. is a populist. It is. Yeah. Trump, yeah, for sure. Not. It's just, okay, a lot of people in Florida are like, no, and they, they themselves are not, like, principled libertarians. Um, they're, like, right. conservatives who you know, have some feelings and sentiments towards capitalism, but they don't understand like things like Medicare, Medicaid, social security are not capitalism. So but, you know uh, brutal fucking mass are in this hot Florida sun. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to have swamp mouth now. <sighs> and, uh, and also the other thing is like, we're not making the argument that like what DeSantis is doing is like the best response. Like, it's Dude, not like, right. I was That's the other say, thing. They're like, yeah, they're, I will like, concede. Like, and I made a point when I was tweeting about this the other night. I was like, I will, I, if it means that I'm taking a libert, a, a non-libertarian position on this, hmm. I don't care. Like, fine. Yeah. That's like, I, I accept that. And and like, just like I would, I would violate the nap for certain instances or whatever. Like, okay, fine. I don't care. Like, that's not what I'm worried about right now. You know, like if, if I'm taking confirmed. a, if, <laughs> what did you say? he said you're an egoist. I'm sure. I mean, that, that is kind of egoist of me to say, like, I don't care if you think yeah. I'm not a libertarian for that position. I, I mean, like I said, I'm not smart enough to figure out, to parse out every little detail and say, this is libertarian because X, Y, and Z, this is not because A, B, and C. Like, I'm not worried about that. Like, I, yeah. if you don't think I'm libertarian for the positions that I have, fine. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so, the same way, like, to touch on the egoism thing, like, I am my ultimate principle and everything spawns out from there. I just think yeah. abiding by a libertarian perspective fits that narrative the best. So, <laughs> like, but if it comes to a point where it's like me or my family or in the NAP, 
fuck the NAP. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get um so who is it, Fat Dave, that you are <laughs> Fat Dave, that you you're the guy behind the Twitter. Um that who <laughs> Who was the guy? Was it Jeremy Kaufman? You were saying uh, that libertarians shouldn't be totally applauding DeSantis. Was he the one? It was. Said? It was Drew Hancock. Which, by the oh, way, I do not want to make. Both, it, I want to make it clear. Man. I love Drew, and like we are, like we're, we're. I'm not gonna say yeah. friends yeah, because no, I don't interact with him. But, but was, he's a great guy. He does some great things, yeah. and I just disagreed with him on this. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, that's. Um, I I would agree with him in that case. Like. I always tried to make sure that, like, okay, you know, for example, I follow Sabatini, Sabatini, Anthony Sabatini. He's a Florida mm -hmm. House representative here. Um, he's he sometimes has really good uh, takes on on certain things, but sometimes yeah. not. And I always be careful when he says, like, "Hey, I'm you know just trying to push this legislation through the House." I make sure to read it, and uh, if I do talk about it, I'll make sure to call out the parts I like. And the parts that do violate property rights, because ultimately we do need to stay vigilant because mm -hmm. what are we trying to do? Right. By speaking out, what are you trying to do? You're trying to like persuade others and trying to get them to value individual body and property rights. So I do agree with that. It's just a matter of am I going to spend more time beyond that? No, that's just my personal choice. But initially, I do agree that, yes, it, there are parts of it that uh, shouldn't have been in the legislation. So. I think that's something all yeah. libertarians can agree upon, but maybe something that you can't agree upon is, well, should you spend your time and energy on that right now? I don't know. But. Right. It's yeah. It's kind of like overall, I guess, does that piece of legislation make people freer right now or not? And that's kind of what I'm looking at. And I don't know. I mean, Dave Smith has also brought up a point, which I thought was interesting where he was talking about like larger venues and stadiums and stuff, things that are definitely built with, taxpayer money and he said that well a lot of people would yeah. not even have voluntarily put their money towards these things now if they want to use these things now they're actually being banned from it if they don't get vaccinated and that I hadn't even considered that seem yeah, right like, at all if you go to a tampa bay rays game or whatever in florida and they would have said no you can't because you're not vaccinated but you're like motherfucker i paid for this like right. I, right. I never even consider exactly. the whole idea about that because yeah you're right so like there are plenty of stadiums and arenas that are that are halfway funded by tax dollars right. you're right that's what we were saying earlier it's kind of hard it's to yeah, yeah yeah well, yeah well and they use January um, 6 the state don't give a fuck though <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and, and they use eminent domain to build a lot of that shit too so it's and, like everybody's and the same can be said shops. for even mom pa shops i mean they get some i mean i mean i don't know exactly because i don't want to fuck a business but at some point, we they, each of these places do get some kind of subsidies or some kind of different loans from the government or some kind of, and it's just like, okay, I mean, it's really hard to tell now what is, I honestly don't think, unless you're running a fucking lemonade stand outside your house, there's really no like private business, only you or the capital only. That's it. Like everything else. It's Jose, like, Jose's right. The agorist was right the whole time. <laughs> but it's, at the same time, and, and the thing is, like, I don't like people when they said, like, okay, are you, like, you're not being libertarian. It's like, no, I, I agree with everything you're saying. But in the reality right now, I cannot, I can't be, like, are you telling me I can't be happy that a governor is saying, like, listen, we're not going to allow fax mandates in our state. And I'm not just going to say it just like, oh, we're, no, we're not going to implement it on a government level. I'm saying, no, we're not having it at all. Like, you, no, we're not doing it. In any level of this state, you will never have to go into a business and worry about if you're vaccinated or not. And 
to say I can't be happy about that, it's kind of a really weird thing to say because I'd much rather have that than the opposite, which is already being implemented all over. And possibly, I mean, you have, ask an Australian, would they rather have what DeSantis has or what they have right now? Because at some point, that's the same level of coercion, but one of them is saying 30, 40, 50% of the population is basically fucked. So, um, hey, I want to, can Jack get in here, uh, foe? Yeah, of course. He's, he's, he's here. He's ha he has some interesting stuff, and I don't want to. I don't want to argue with him from text and voice. Really? All right. <laughs> Listen here, bitch. Sure, <laughs> no, yeah. no, he's, he's making a point, but yeah, I want to address it appropriately. Yeah, yeah, if you were highlighting several of his comments, I'm like, you know what? He's here. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah like, he may what? as well be here. <laughs> All right, let me call him. You guys it's are just married, like right? I have. Uh, I have fucking Dicky Walnuts sitting right next to me. If you saw him coming in and out, he's like, <laughs> he's at my house. So he was just like, hey, man, can I sit on? Love you, buddy. Yeah, here, Dicky, stick your face in. Create <laughs> creator of our awesome, awesome intro. Stick your yeah, face in, not your dick. He's created. Anytime Dude. you see these highlight videos of us okay. being of us of our shitty, if his highlights are low lights, like he's the guy that's uh, that's created that video. Yeah, I still have to upload all of his uh, but the, montages the, or yeah, highlight reels or whatever you want to call them. I got to do that. The Dude, argument I, I want to address here is that highlight Jack's comment where it says saying, quote, I paid for this. Do you see that one? It's a little bit. It's a little ways up at this point because there's been a few, a handful of more comments. I um, do not. Okay. So saying I paid for oh, this is. is the beginning path to communism. They also hold that same belief uh, in parentheses, collective ownership of the whole by contribution, which is why the ethical solution is dissolution. <laughs> Holy shit, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> something else. Oh, I didn't realize, I didn't realize Dr. Disrespect oh. is on with us right now. Wow, hey, wow. Man, how's it going? Oh. Wow, that, 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 that is Florida, man, to a T right that's, there. That's awesome. You summoned Florida, man? I did. <laughs> well, I just yeah. wanted to address this, and I, I felt like it'd be more appropriate to speak to you about it directly as opposed to just like talking to you and you're commenting back. It's just more fair that way. But that's I do want to say that you're you make a you make an excellent point there, and you're you're correct that the that's the the ethical solution is dissolution, or people should be refunded for their stadium uh, funding that they did via involuntary taxation. But that ain't gonna happen. That's not the that's not gonna happen. Like they will not refund you for their, if, if you say, I don't want to go to the stadium because of their vaccination mandate. And, uh, I paid X amount of money. If you could somehow figure out the math and say this much of my money went to that stadium, they're not giving you back that money. This is never going to happen. I mean, it's not going to happen in the same sense that they're not going to, you know, uphold your rights in the future when they continue to legislate more power to themselves, I guess, in that way. But I mean, obviously, they're willing to give people money. They gave people checks, uh, you know, ranging from four hundred dollars to fourteen hundred dollars in twenty twenty, and they sent back people money in all kinds of ways. So it's not impossible. It might be impractical, but you know, it just depends. Sure, your voice is very powerful on mic. By the way, <laughs> well, I, I would do want to highlight. This is pretty funny. Uh, super chat by uh, Kane here. Uh, I am intern to an Amazon pot eating. Monsanto's GMO cicadas with a Pfizer TM vaccine plate implant paid for with CBC UBI. At least that was consistent, though. That's what I've been saying. If your principles are fucking you over, maybe you have shitty principles or you're missing something. So, yeah, missing I mean, something is probably yeah. more appropriate. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, because I don't think that like the NAP is like, like, 
it's like it is a like all the principles that libertarians hold are good and they do work and all these things are like we understand the philosophy we understand the praxis we we get it all of it but it's still like in today's day and age like it's not going to work because the government doesn't give a fuck like they're not going to like look at you and be like you can't judge things right now because like jose said this is on a spectrum like we're not gonna unless they do work when they're all right oh yeah yeah, we're all on the spectrum we're (laughs) on the fucking spectrum (laughs) but like it 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 works whenever there is a free market and then but after that it's just kind of like okay now there's coercion all over the place it's like we have a mountain of shit behind us of coercion and then like we're choosing between either a handful of shit or a dump truck of shit to pile onto it and then you're telling me those are the same I'm not going to like look at you and be like, and you're like, well, it's coercion. So it's basically, I mean, they're the same thing. I can't agree with that. I'm going to take the just handful of shit to add on to it rather than the dump truck that they're piling on. So, um, I mean, it seems like you have a lot of projection about how much power you think you have with the political process. Cause I imagine you haven't like written any bills or like, you know, gotten anything past yourself. Right. You haven't actually like, you know, like talk to a congressman and like giving him money and then like a bill got passed or something. No, right? I haven't. No, fuck that. We stay right. away from losing. Right. So I mean, <laughs> in reality, right, if we're talking about empirical reality, we're here just discussing ideas and we're discussing them with yeah. you know, everyday people who are living their lives. They have, you know, jobs, kids, things to do. They're not necessarily looking to even be political in many cases. So it's, it, to me, it's more important to change the culture in that way because, uh, when it comes to the actual policies and the nuance of those things, uh, obviously those in power uh, and those who have the resources to be able to influence those in power are going to largely do what they want, typically, um, mm-hmm. unless they mm-hmm. genuinely believe that you know their uh, success, that is their continued success in election, is at stake, uh, or you know their future is at stake. As you were noting before, people being afraid of possibly of, of physical harm coming to them if they are threatened. Um, but those things. Uh, by and large don't matter to the cultural element um and i think you can see lots of evidence in that you know for example in in the soviet unions collapsing um and other neighboring uh, european bloc countries where the culture had changed and the regime despite you know doing whatever it is they you know want to do um couldn't stand up to so many people saying enough is enough and I think that's what it boils down to is that if you don't have a consistent culture underpinning your movement in terms of ideological principles, then you most certainly won't be getting any type of ultimate result uh, that you're looking for in terms of liberty because uh, there's no, there's nothing sustainable about it in terms of how people are responding to what it is. They're um, constantly compromising on those things and accepting it psychologically. Uh, so to me, you know, if you really want to have a freer future, you need to have people who robustly uh, reject the state as a solution and and see that as um, you know not something that's ethical to look into for uh, figuring out how to you know have anything in life really in terms of uh, you know meeting any needs or or taking care of problems. So I think it's, that's kind of like a paradigm shift is thinking outside the state for solutions. Uh, you know, and obviously those in the government want young people in public school. The first thing they think of is, oh, the government, they, that's exactly what provides the roads and, you know, yeah. healthcare yeah. and everything else, right? They want you to think, oh, the state, that's my solution, my first rung of, of automatic psychological association. Um, and so breaking through that's pretty, I think, important. And that's where I think the principles come in for the long term. 
Dicky. Oh, so okay, that was Dicky. You always do this. You get confused between the fucking super chats and my DMs. That was meant for my DMs, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I did, so I have, I have two things. One, I'm glad we finally got the. Uh, whenever we have a woman on, I really want the man in their life to come in to make sure they're saying the right things. <laughs> so uh, I'm glad the man came here just to make sure that philosopher says all the right things. And I was the woman who came in. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> and two, uh, two actually what you were saying, um, top kind of had uh, in our private group chats, like top lobster uh, who does also amazing work. Hey, Give him a shout out. Yeah. He's awesome. I think he's probably oh, yeah. in the group chat in the chat here. No, um, so he was saying, like, yes, you were talking about the culture war, and I 100% agree with you. Like, we have to change the culture before to, like, accept liberty in general before we can just kind of get rid of the state. And, like, like to even fight the state, we have to change the culture. But his argument was, like, whenever we have – do have, a, like, these different states doing different things, and you have DeSantis saying, okay, we're going to totally disallow this – that is a culture change of saying, like, in Florida, this is the culture of, like, we will not allow this as opposed to New York or California or any other state that says we will. So it, as much as the, like this, I think it's whatever the Ben Shapiro quote of where like, uh, oh the, the, um, I don't care about your feelings. No, not that one, but the <laughs> fucking, um, politics is down to the culture. The, uh... <laughs> that's not <laughs> Paul... Ben Shapiro. That's Andrew Breitbart. <laughs> Whatever, fucking all those, you know, yeah. Jewish Jews lovers. Mind. Yeah, had Jews in my mind. But like, we're politics is down from this culture. But at the same time, politics can change the culture to an extent of like where in Florida, the culture now has basically been because of the politics that Sam's put forth. Of we're not wearing masks because we haven't well, worn them for yeah, two and a half months drug now. War. The drug war has yeah. proved that politics can influence the culture because the vast majority of Americans have a negative view of drugs. Harder drugs like cocaine, the vast mm -hmm. majority of people in the Netherlands don't have a negative view of drugs. Like, and the drug war was decided before that culture shift happened. Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of a cyclical thing where culture no, kind of yeah, the war was started first. They yeah, infiltrated, man. they had commercials, mm -hmm. they had uh, marijuana's gonna make your brain rot. They but had all this well, stuff. Yeah, yeah, political. No. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's true. The CIA, that's literally political. That's my point. They affected the culture by their own through subversion, through subversion by subverting the culture. But oh, politics, I thought you meant politics as well. Specific no. legislation getting passed and like someone being like, "Oh, okay, now it's illegal." Therefore, I now have this culture. Well, like, but then, I, like in a situation, in a in an attempt to make it right, an attempt to make it more acceptable for it to be illegal, they had to change the culture. I guess maybe I'm kind of defeating my own argument there. Now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> well, I was, was going to say the situation that you have now, you almost like can't even draw the line between politics and culture. They've become way too intertwined. And that's, yeah. I think, what the state wants, really. And that's think, what you get with, like, one of these Western democracies. I do think generally it is, like, the, uh, the it's downstream from culture or whatever the fuck. But, like, I mean, sometimes there's obviously going to be exceptions. I mean, that's kind of, I mean, culture is just people doing things, basically. Yeah. So, like... I mean, to, you can also make the argument that government doing things is culture to some extent. So it's it's all sloppy since culture literally is just like what people are doing. I, I don't. I, I generally speaking, it depends the on your definitions, right? Like yeah, I, yeah, your specific I, definition of politics. Exactly. But Bright, Breitbart generally, I think, was on on the nail but there. But there always are going to yeah. be exceptions. People act like this is some magic rule written in the sky. It's not. So I mean, there are obviously going to be a little bit of tweaks in the edge. But generally speaking, they do have to get the populist energy behind them to some extent i mean mm. 
I mean, it's and, kind of the idea that you have the consent of the people is kind of sort of true, but it's not like you legit have a, a 51%, you know, consent in the majority or whatever. Honestly, you know? if you're, a, if you're yeah. an advocate of like panarchy, which is just like basically just different states kind of pulling up and saying like, you know, we do this and you can move around. You must be loving this because like, it's basically right. saying like Florida's just like, nope, we're not. If you don't like it, you can fucking leave. I mean, do we like, don't give yeah. a fuck. I mean, that's decentralization of states is kind of there's one positive thing. Yeah. And you you could see it moving. I think this is Top's argument the whole time of like, you could see it to where maybe like Florida's like, nope, fuck you, federal government. Fuck you, uh, New York. I'm not going to do what you say. I'm not going (laughs) to, even though we're United States, I'm still going to, we're still going to do what our people want or what we think is best for our state. And then if you don't like it, you can leave. And, um, I mean, I'm more for that than just having a overall centralized plan from the federal government of saying the whole country has to do this one thing. So, I mean, I can see it as a basically a balkanization start of just from policy. Right. And I think it might have been accelerated with what you had said earlier, where what if we had had everybody at the beginning take either the DeSantis route or the de Blasio route? Basically, I think that would have just sped up what you were just talking about with the balkanization. But also what's interesting about this is what I was thinking earlier when philosopher was talking about how the market in Florida, at least, might solve this thing where you have a culture that is kind of just opposed to these vaccine requirements anyway. So it's like in these states that are putting in these DeSantis-like bans, you might have a culture that is going to just not have them anyway. Whereas up here where you're not going to get a ban like that, you also have a culture that is pushing towards those requirements. Yeah. Regardless of what the state is going to say. Right. Regardless of actual policy implemented, they're still going to require you to wear a mask and show vaccine mandates if it wasn't even required at all. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is what's happening here. Like I said, like businesses are just doing it and there isn't actually a mandate. Yeah. Right, Right now there is a mask mandate in Boston and that is the only like actual mandate in place at the moment. But yeah, businesses are just doing it individually. And also, this is also all outside of that these things actually work, which is actually really funny to look at, which Tom Woods has been on this from right. the fucking beginning of like, none of these mask mandates, none of the vax mandates, they don't work at all, but they still continue to implement them regardless. And it's just like, and there's a mountain of evidence that they don't work and then maybe a smidgen that they, you know, reduce at all. And they're still going to do it, and because it, and then it's just really easy to see this is all about yeah. just state power. To I begin do think with. that's a cool point, Dave, because uh, or Fat Dave, Cole, whatever <laughs> fuck. but like Dave here. Here. In, in a psychological sense, I feel like it's almost starting to expose to a wider degree the difference between the indoctrinated and the ones who had doubts. <laughs> so you're really starting to see these people that are like, "Oh, you're buying all this shit hook, line, sinker, are you? Aren't you?" And then you can tell the people that are like, "Yeah, they're maybe they're not like anarchists or libertarians, but they're like." Yeah, it's a little fucking silly. It's like widening that divide to where it's like yeah. the, the people who are who have any sort of skeptical aspect to them, they're starting to be like, what the fuck is this shit? Whereas the people who like – I mean, it's almost <laughs> like this gaslighting effect too though where it's like – I mean, even for me being a full-blown anarchist in the past like couple of years, you're like – sometimes you're like, am I just fucking like the crazy one? Like, like <laughs> yes, what I'm, is I'm, going I'm, on right. here? <laughs> you might be, Jose. <laughs> yeah, there is – some aspect of like none of this makes sense why is everyone going along i think we forget how long this shit's been going on you know so like yeah. it's been a fucking minute so you're like 
this shit's weird. You know what I mean? So I, I do kind of like it to some extent, while it is a little bit freaky, it does kind of like start exposing who is who's where. You know what I mean? So yeah. Who's yeah. with the cult and who's not? <laughs> should, should we talk about the ivermectin shit since that has a lot to do with this cult-like behavior where it seemed like all of a sudden once Joe Rogan – I think it happened right at the time <laughs> when Joe insane. Rogan mentioned, mentioned that he was using it. All of a sudden, all of the media was like, ivermectin is now horse deworm. No, it was before then. It was. was it? But, but you're yeah, it right. Was. It was. He was just like the cult – like what the Joe Rogan thing was just the biggest – you know, example of it happening, I think. But I remember saying something about it too. Is this not one of the clearest examples of the journalists and the press getting their instructions from their corporate overlords and just running with a narrative? Like it's it's one of the clearest examples I've ever seen since being like whatever red pilled or whatever the fuck. Thank you for being on the show, Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah bye, Jack. <laughs> we should uh, we should uh, plug him at the end of the show too. In a non-sexual way. That's both jobs. <laughs> or, or both. Oh god. But yeah, the ivermectin thing, as far as that goes, like the most blatant example of the media just outright lying about this whole thing was what we were talking about in pre the Rolling Stone article that I mean, Tom Woods like really took it apart, but it was so easy to take it apart because they came out with this Lies. article. Well, yeah, they came out with this article that said that at some hospital in Oklahoma, people were lined up outside of the hospital. Or what it was, uh, gunshot victims were lined up outside of the hospital because the hospital was overrun with people that had overdosed on ivermectin. Is that what the story said? Correct, correct. Yes. And it quoted some doctor who it turns out like got fired or something. It hasn't worked at the two hospital months for ago. Two months. Yeah. Right. And the photo that they put along with it was a photo of these people dressed all in winter clothes and clearly, clearly in the winter and not doubled over, not doubled over in pain or like bleeding from gunshot wounds or anything like that. And yeah, it was an article from, I think it was actually March. I found the article. It was a Guardian article about Native Americans lining up to get vaccines at oh, some right. place yeah. in Oklahoma. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also said uh, thank you, Omoy, for bringing that up. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, Jack. thanks, oh, Jack. Coming on. You need to change your your avatar to reflect that sweet mullet, though. <laughs> uh, highlight Omoy's comment right there because he said seventy percent of poison control. I thought it was Mississippi. I, th I thought it was Mississippi, not Missouri. But you're, you're probably correct. Uh, yeah, they said seventy percent of the poison control calls in. In, I'm guessing Missouri instead of Mississippi. I saw it um, in Tennessee. That should make anyone want to look up ivermectin. And yeah, <laughs> but seventy percent of them. How pretty safe it's been for people yeah. taking too much for take people taking too much ivermectin or the the animal version of it because it is used as a uh, horse dewormer. It is yeah. used as a sheep dewormer. You know, but it's also used in flea medicine for your dogs. It's also used as an antiviral in humans. It literally is. It's also used as an antibacterial and an antiparasitic in humans. Yeah, yeah I, I, I do want to touch on that real quick. Not to throw yeah. you off. Please. I, I'm a little. I'm literally an animal breeder. I breed hairless cats. My wife's been a vet tech for over a decade. I know the meds. She comes home all the time, talks about, oh, we had to treat this dog with that, this dog with this, or whatever. Like, 
literally the Venn diagram between human meds and animal meds is a god basically a goddamn circle with a yep. little bit yes. of shit on the other friends. <laughs> like so the idea they're like, oh, this is a huge this is a fucking horse medication. It's like right. They, they, all they, the they, memes of Joe Wilkin <laughs> is a horse. Oh, I love, yeah. that. <laughs> I love that. It's only for horses and all these people like they're not even yeah. reading, they're not even looking into it. They're just gonna pick it up because they saw a meme and they're like, oh, you took ivermectin, that's for horses. <laughs> like they don't, they don't even look it up. <laughs> yeah, like, it plays that psychological effect though, like identifying yeah. who the retards are and who aren't, you know, because it's like to buy that hook, line, and sinker <laughs> is something else. It's like you have, yeah, do you not even like have the slight bit of intelligence? Really researching or not, right? Yeah. Who's actually well, yeah. doing their own research or, or yeah. But even even having oh, a dog, an animal, yeah. have you never had an animal that you've had a medication and be like, huh, that's doxycycline. the same medication I would take. Exactly. I, I got put on doxycycline because I'm allergic to penicillin and I had like a staph infection on my nose. I got so put on doxycycline, actually. which six months earlier I had given to my dog. Like, right, yeah. <laughs> no, my, cyclin, it's yeah, my sister's cat yeah, is on penicillin. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Yeah, it's like I give my dogs like fucking ibuprofen like just to shut them the fuck up. And ibuprofen. make him go to str- ibuprofen or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Pretty something. sure that's actually bad for dogs. Just <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> this is not medical advice. <laughs> yeah. The point is that human and animal biology is not that different that we don't take different medicines. Oh, like, and it's also really weird that they like – uh, like you said before. They, yeah. Like they got like their top down. Like, like okay, listen, this ivermectin stuff's coming up. Call a horse dewormer and just focus on that it's used for horses. That's it. Don't talk about anything else. As opposed right. to like saying like, hey, does it work or not? And then basically this, from what I've seen, the science is like, it can work and sometimes it doesn't. It, we really don't know. if you, Maybe if you get early, it'll help out a little bit. But what are you, a fucking horse? Dosage <laughs> matters. It's like what happened with hydroxychloroquine. You all had yeah. all the yeah. come out when Trump said he got COVID and he took a little bit of it or whatever and they're like oh all these memes came out and people on twitter like oh trump's so stupid he took bleach he's an idiot yeah fish tank cleaner fish tank cleaner yeah. which yeah, is a different actually, chemical it's chloroquine it's a different thing hydroxychloroquine right. is a malaria medicine or something like that yeah, yeah. Which I, I had this tweet that i was i was like in the, in the works what's happening yeah i had this like oh, cutting out outpatient protocols uh, sorry, I just wanted to no, mention no, that. Yeah, finish, yeah. It, it's such a pet peeve of mine, like what they're doing in the media. They're, they're, I mean, like intentionally, they're the ones spreading misinformation. You could say they're the ones uh, only telling half truths. They're the ones shutting out information about ways to actually treat COVID if you get it without going to the hospital. It was know? the FDA that made a tweet. About fucking uh, ivermectin, and they it was something. You're I not was a here. horse. You're not. Yeah, a horse. some shit like that. <laughs> and and it's, like, it's, you for real? Like the the FDA, crazy. the literal yeah. FDA, is making this much of a fallacious argument. That on its face tells you everything you need to know. Right. And isn't that like, it's co-opted? I, right. Yeah. Not trust I, I think it is. <laughs> it's also FDA approved for use in humans, isn't it? I think it is. Like it won a Nobel Prize for it in 2015. Yeah. Correct. Up, like literally up until like this week. Doctors and people were just saying that yes, ivermectin has been shown to work like in the early stages of COVID to like lessen the symptoms or whatever it might be. And my uncle is a pharmacist and he was saying that like last year. By the way, uh, I just want to say that philosopher is the Asian one in here, so she definitely knows more about science than all of us <laughs> from her upbringing. <laughs> so, <Matt>. she, <laughs> <Matt>. <laughs> but uh, 
Oh, I had like, you can't I had tell like, me that if you got a bad grade in science, your mother didn't beat you. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did, I did have like this tweet in the works, and it was like basically what the uh, like the steps are for the uh, mainstream media, which is just like the, okay, so they hear that people are using a certain type of thing that they don't like. The second thing they do is like they'll find one or like a couple instances of people either dying from it or using it in a bad way and then say this is basically everybody then everybody comes out and says by the way you're wrong about this has been used and then like the and they're just like oh there's some people they're fucking crazy they're using this it doesn't really work but they want to use it and also it's killed a bunch of people and then the, then the last step is like it actually something this whatever thing they don't like does work and then they just kind of forget about it like they just stop talking about it all whatsoever, and they just don't pretend it doesn't exist, which happened with hydrochloroquine. Like they came out, they found that there were some people that did die. They took like fucking they because remember if you remember they talked they called it fish tank cleaner. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a different. It's a different chemical altogether. That's a fish tank cleaner. Yeah. And, and someone did die. Like and someone somebody, actually did die. A woman die. murdered her husband with it. It wasn't right. like yes. somebody just took it and died. A woman killed her husband with it. Yeah. And, and their whole thing was like people are dying over this. Yeah. This is terrible. And then whenever right. they found out that people, this is like prescribed by doctors, then it went away. Like you never heard about it again. Like they just won't bring it up. And it's basically they do this every time where they just have this like this four step process. And it, it literally happens. You can literally watch it happen in real time. Just like, okay, people are using this. They're crazy. Someone died from it. Oh, it kind of works, but these people are still crazy. Oh, it definitely works. We'll just shut up about it, and you'll never hear from us again about it. I like Nick Lance's comment, because that's true. The CDC, by the way, CDC is recommending people coming from Africa and certain parts of the Middle East take a 200-milligram supplement of ivermectin. Or 200-milligram uh, supplement's not the right term, but, you know, 200-milligram dose of ivermectin. I don't know if it's daily or weekly, but, yeah, because of parasites that are in those countries that they don't want yeah. to be in here. So, I was yeah, listening they... to Bears One Cave today with uh, Dr. Drew and uh burt kreischer and dr drew was talking about how he had he's been prescribing ivermectin for years literally like mm -hmm. his whole time he's been a doctor since he's been like uh, uh um uh, i can't remember what they call it a um whenever you first start being a uh and you when you're in school and you go in do you re your residency a residency yeah. Yeah. and he was like from then i've been prescribing ivermectin for all sorts of things he was like especially in uh when we have anybody come up from uh um, South America or Central America, they come up and we give them ivermectin for all types of stuff. Never had a problem with it, literally all the time. Same thing with uh, uh, Joe Rogan because he took the uh, monoclonal. Is that what's called monoclonal or monoclonal uh, antibodies? Regeneron yeah. or whatever it's called. Like the, yeah, Regeneron. The, and then like mm. he was like, basically, it's almost proven now that if you take it early enough, it helps significantly with recovery. And even if you take it like five days in. It helps that the you don't maybe not have to go to the actual uh, hospital for this, but they don't want to talk about it because the vaccine. It it goes against the big pharma's like agenda. Yeah, exactly. To they're, get money, and it's so crazy yeah. that the people advocating for these vax mandates don't see that and it, these are the same people that were like, oh my god, big pharma so bad. That's why capitalism is yes. horrible. Like we're in better the leftists than leftists on this. Of, right. <laughs> Right, we're at least we're consistent. <laughs> so it's like to these people, it's like they're like, "Oh my God, Vaxman!" It's like you realize this is coming from Big Pharma, right? You, yeah. Do you not see how much it was pushed through? Do you not see how much uh, doctors were silenced that were trying to actually give uh, mention of 
specific treatments for COVID instead of go to hospital, be put on ventilator, and die. Be <laughs> have, yeah, die. Even yeah, if yeah. have four or more comorbidities, doesn't matter. Just need to write down those numbers so that we can keep pushing people to believe that there's some crazy pandemic going on and that if you step foot outside without a mask, you're going to die. <laughs> it is crazy. The impression people have gotten from this It's just, it's mind blowing. The impression, like literally oh like me, and, me yeah. I don't know who of you guys have had it. Like me and my family just, no, I don't know, maybe like a month or so ago, like me and our whole family had it. actually, I don't know I if my it. wife ever had it or not. My wife and I both yeah. had it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me personally, yeah, I've had it like, twice, I think I had like two days where I felt like shit. My kids had like one day, and then we were just kind of just chilling after that. Like that was it. it was like one a fucking big deal. Like I've had worse yeah. flus. Yeah. And like oh, yeah, and I get it. I'm like thirty vaccine. in good shape, but still. And I took no right. vaccine. So no, but yeah, compared to some people taking the vaccine, they're out for sometimes a week, or they get a fever of over like a hundred degrees. Like uh, I've had siblings that take it. They're under the age of twenty. They're really young, and they take it, and they have like, oh my gosh, my my arm is sore. Uh, I have a fever, you know, they took the Pfizer one and they have a fever for over hundred. I'm like, what if you just got COVID? What if, what if you just didn't even get the vaccine? You, you may not have even got it because you're so young and healthy and you work out and you eat well. Like, right. this is so insane what they're doing to these young kids, uh, most insidiously, you know, as adults, we can, we kind of have some freedom, right? We're not in school, but I feel the worst for these kids who are in the public yeah. school system. Like, yeah. The funniest thing I saw to get your kids out, like the funniest thing I saw was uh, I, 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 I'm subscribed to a bunch of different like stuff on YouTube. And one of them, one of them is like a news show, but they're from California. They're super lefty. And they were talking about Joe Rogan and somebody had commented and I posted this on Twitter that Joe Rogan is the big farmer's wet dream because he probably spent like $2,000 to uh, medicate himself for whenever he got COVID just like how retarded can you be yeah, that so Joe Rogan because he didn't take the vaccine is Big Pharma's wet dream and telling people <laughs> you don't have to take the vaccine. Yeah, and Big Pharma ivermectin out of patent. But they can't. Yeah, ivermectin is out of patent. That's why you can get it for so cheap. Like that's the yeah. whole reason that the the, the corporate media campaign is so harsh against it is because right. they can't not they can't pharma. get it. Yeah, it's not Big Pharma. It's out of patent. There's no Cody as I've got. Yeah. Yes, you can yeah, just it's... buy it. There's name brand. Or, I'm sorry, yeah. off brand, store brand. Just guzzle the paste, dude. They're <laughs> using the word Big Pharma, but they don't even know what it means. <laughs> don't take the paste. These people better, literally... guys, there's pills we're better on this don't... than the left is supposed to be. We're better yeah, leftist this... than leftist. These people literally, th these people literally think it's like okay, the vaccine is free. Therefore, Big Pharma makes no money off of it. Like, <laughs> so yeah, because, I, because it's free to me. Yeah, because because. No because Big Pharma is free. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. It's free to me. So Big Pharma makes no profit off of it. But so if you take anything else besides the vaccine, because that's free, you don't have to worry about that one. If you take something else, Big Pharma is like, oh, yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks for not taking the vaccine because oh, that's no. going to help us out a lot more. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Kinsella. It's too upsetting. Because he's a, a heavyweight. Okay, guys. That's why. It's too upsetting. <laughs> I do want to touch on the Kinsella be because. Careful. I I ratio Kinsella so hard. Right, <laughs> like, right, you did. It was it was really funny to me because he like had this comment, had like two likes and like one quote tweet that was like nothing, and then I quote tweeted him, got like hundreds of likes, and then Does everybody. That kind of ratio though, if you quote tweet it. Yeah, I, I thought it was more... only if you reply. Oh, okay. So I, I quote tweeted, got more likes than he did, 
And then after I quote tweeted, he got inundated with like comments afterwards. It was, it was, yeah, he got ratioed bad. Yeah. So the one where he said something about uh, the temporary, the, the, yes, the shut, the lockdowns aren't the big deal. Taxation is what's permanent. And I'm like, right, that's what he said. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you know, the income tax was well, supposed to be temporary that, too, right, dog? Like, <laughs> could, there's hello? A, there's a quote from the most generic of libertarians, the most milk toast of them, about literally that to the, the no, temporary. Freeman, yeah. 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 <laughs> I quote tweeted with the, uh, yeah, the quote from Milton Friedman. I was like, you're going to let Milton Friedman out libertarian you? That's not even yeah. like deep level libertarianism. That's like surface level libertarianism. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing so permanent as a temporary government solution, I believe. Yeah, is correct. Yep. All right. Well, I wanted to talk about Tom Wood's house as well. Oh, yeah, cool. get, in, get into some more fun stuff. I want to talk about the song and the house. <laughs> Real sure. quick, I have to take a piss, so I'll be right back. All right. All right, fat His so bladder's I'm... not so fat. He's <laughs> <laughs> <You> a little thick. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I'm. Go ahead. Wrong. Get to the rap thing so Cole can't say racial slurs. Just do uh, it. Go. <laughs> well, the racial slurs are coming anyway in the uh, in the game that we have uh, ready here. Uh, but no, I was kind of wondering like what the like origin story of that song was, and I think I might be the only one of us that. Thought that it was funny. Uh, like the rest of these guys are kind of like, yeah, it's all dad jokes. It's boomer shit. I'm like, I don't know, man. I laughed at it. Oh, the I mean, song. Yeah. I mean, obviously the market disagrees with us because if you look at the views and shit, I'm not gonna lie. It, for me, it was cringe. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm really not. I mean, but I guess it obviously. You want to light a bit of loose at Tom Woods' house? <laughs> you want to pass the juice? I don't know. It just came up. I mean, but to be fair, it's something that I could show to my mother, and she's like, "Oh, that's nice." <laughs> you know, Tom Wood's mom actually was like, "Oh, that's nice." <laughs> like, oh, I like you guys. You made a song about my son. That's awesome. Joey liked it. White women must be stopped. <laughs> oh, okay. I think um, Fo was playing the white right. women co-op card here. You know. <laughs> <laughs> She's, she's playing off the white woman energy. So you know, maybe we should support it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I can't. <laughs> well, so where it came from was um, I was just listening to a podcast from Tom uh, just early 2021, 20, I'm pretty sure. No, it was end of uh, 2020. And he was just talking about how he just had his supporting listeners like yearly hangout at his house mm. um, and was just talking oh, yeah. about how so many people came flew in, drove from so far away, like different states, like especially New York or California, just to go hang out at his house and no, you know, no social distancing, no mass or AKA, it was just normal. Insane, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I almost hate saying there was no social distance. Like, wait, no, the oh. default was this, you mofos. Like, you know, <laughs> all autistic, so probably we're all doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that inspired me like, oh, my God, how crazy it would it be to like have a party at Tom Wood's house? And so I got this idea that I would love and Jack and I we were just talking about it, like enthusiastic, like we would love to make a song just about partying at Tom Wood's house. And then there it gives us an opportunity to like name drop all the people we really like, you know, that are associated with Tom or, or Austrian uh, economics. So, yeah. So that's that's where it came from. Um, and we just made the song and we didn't fundraise for it. We just put the song out on, on YouTube and then um, uh, Tom saw it and he really liked it. 
And I was like, hey, would you be down for us to shoot the music video at your actual house? And he was like, yeah, come on down. So he was actually having another supporting listeners party um, at his house. And that was like, I think in April or something this year. Um, so that's where we shot it. And uh, we just self-funded that one because it was just fun. But yeah. So that's I mean, it blew up. So, I mean, the market spoke, yeah. but I mean, it does, it does <laughs> check. Like, I love Tom. I love him to death, but he does have a little bit of a boomer aesthetic to him. A little bit? A little bit. He does dad joke competitions, man. What do you expect? <laughs> right. Eric July. His Tom Woods uh, 2000s. Uh, are you guys going to that? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, I'll be there. Jack will be there. A lot of people are going to be there from the Liberty Movement. So it's going to oh, be yeah. uh, the lit party of 2021. That's right. <laughs> Hell yeah. I think. It's going to be so crazy. Hey, a lot segment. No, wait, wait. I did have. Okay. So one oh, thing. Yeah, so sure. someone did uh, say, uh, Nathan said, talk about Allie Willingsby. No. So I just want to. No. No. no I, we're not no, doing that. No. <laughs> no. No. I don't know. No. Tom, no. go ahead. And she, she does not even get a shout-out. I was going to mention that you address Tom, though. <laughs> in the video, it's like it's on his actual house, and then it like zooms out at the end. I'm like, oh, man, people are going to figure out where Tom lives. I well, hope people that know where he lives from his, from his events anyway, so oh, I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. think That's he cares. That's what he was going to say. I feel like He's it's probably not as bad as think. Just, dude, like, we don't need to give this people. We don't need to give these people the time of day. Is it going to start some shit, Cole? I don't care if it starts shit. No, I just like we don't need to even bother worrying about these people. We just discussed this I'm in the not, chat. We don't need to worry about it. Toad, Toad I'm not worried. I'm not <laughs> worried. I'm just saying, like, there's no point. Toad, please, like, just and 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 does Tom have a secret weed stash though? Disobey. <laughs> oh, nice. Disobey. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you know that's a thing. Check that out. <laughs> I'm really excited for that. Our uh, mask order song, uh, the music video that we did, it it's almost at a hundred thousand views on YouTube. So holy shit, nice. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not much considering. Like, if you look at three years ago, my taxationist theft video on Facebook hit like reached over you know three four million views and, and stuff. But you know, YouTube and all the algorithms, a hundred's pretty good <laughs> for compared compared to that. So sweet. Yeah. So it's exciting. All yeah. right. Yeah. Well, thanks again, Jack. And we're going to, we'll link to some of that in the uh, show description as well. And cool. all right. I'll, I'll introduce this uh, game that we, we kind of thought of uh, as an idea here. Uh, <laughs> <I love games. laughs> Which we'll is, see, uh, we'll see if you like this one. Yeah, it's, yeah, I, it's called Kang or Slang. <laughs> <laughs> who, who came up with the name? Oh, is this a new but game top, just for my like, like my? Yeah, this is, we made this just for you. Top wow. Lobster came up. Top Lobster did the design and came oh, up with the top name. Lobster. You okay. had the idea, Thank I believe, you. didn't he have the idea? I, I think it might have been his idea too. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was his idea. He's a he's a fucking baller. And oh, I said yeah. it in the group today. We need to get him on more episodes because I love that guy. But oh, yeah. uh cool. we, we we've done like like Jose always says, we we have big brain time and this this episode has been a lot of big brain time. So Pee Pee Poo Poo is up and ready to go with Kang or Slang. Fucker Duck was in our last episode, so that was fun. Yes. <laughs> just for just for Justin O'Donnell, we did fucker duck. That LP edition of it. Yeah, we may bring that back at some point. But, uh, <laughs> but we're doing this uh, because, well, uh, Fall, are you a, a fan of rap, of hip hop? <laughs> oh hell yeah, dude! That's I mean, that's a big part of uh, my my cultural upbringing of being a an anarchist libertarian. Because one of my first um, P 
peeks into individualism, you could say, and agorism is just like those gangsters who like, you know, fuck the state, fuck the feds, fuck the police. I'm going to trade guns and drugs, you know, just because I'm going to feed my family, whatever, you know, like that was like the uh, my first kind of cultural, you could say, um, uh, introduction into, yeah. Yeah, into owning yourself and yeah, being strong in, in yourself. <laughs> what what's your favorite rap album? I gotta know. Yeah, um, I would say "Let's Get Free" by Dead Prez. Um, that wasn't something I, I actually listened to when I was growing. When I was growing up, I listened to like uh, Tech Nine. Nice. <laughs> um, uh, oh, I'm, I'm missing it now. Like really gangster rap, like street Shit. gangster rap. But I didn't get into more like um, uh the other side of 90s rap which is more like conscious rap uh like dead prez was was one of um wu-tang clan you know they were they actually like uh speaking about stories and like mob deep that's another one mm-hmm. um just speaking about things that are actually going on there and, and speaking truth about you know the nature of the ghetto that they're living through um so i didn't get into that until like later but but Did yeah anybody like ever um, look at you and be like um <laughs> I'm sorry, but a rap fan. Everyone's first impression is that I'm just like, you know, just some nerdy software engineer or something. Yeah, but <laughs> says it go like look at you and be like, hold on, there's too much nigga nigga and not enough ching chong ping bong wong wong. Like oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I feel like that had to happen. Asked, but like, you're in New York and you're Italian, but <laughs> I, I, I thought the term was noodle nigger call. Yeah, <laughs> Isn't is that what we go with? Yeah, but, that's uh, right. I, I thought she was gonna go with more of a, like a nerdcore uh, type of thing, though. Like, yeah, my favorite album is like MC Frontalot, like something like that. <laughs> no. Wu Tang Clan uh, matches because they're Asian, so. <laughs> All right, let's do the bit, guys. Sorry, let's do the bit. It's 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 seeing if you can decipher between rap lyrics or what is it, the Black Israelites or whatever the hell. Black yeah, Israelites. So so I'm gonna go through. I have like several of these things here. Yeah, and you're gonna. I'm the only one that has seen these uh, so far. Yeah, so they're either gonna be things that were being shouted on the street by Black Hebrew Israelites. <laughs> <laughs> or 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 their rap lyrics from basically like gangster this, rap. I'm, I'm almost certain this was Top, top yeah. Lobster's idea. So this, this is the kind is, of genius. I'm I'm excited for this. I'm uh, really this excited. This is gonna be so top funny. Lobster. You're hilarious. All right, uh, I'm I'm gonna try to like not like let these flow so that you can't really because I don't know how easy it's gonna be to tell which is which. I think we'll be able to are. tell coming from you, Toad. It won't be an issue. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Toad is a, Toad is a rapper. I don't know if you know this, but Toad is Toad's a rapper. So he. <laughs> I, I I have. Wrapped uh, in my past, monotone yeah. and not in any sort of beat. All right, <laughs> all right, all right. Well, Your best first, Stephen Hawking. <laughs> first one up uh, is this Black Hebrew Israelites or is it rap lyrics? Now I'm black, but black people trip because white people like me. White people like me, but I don't like them. I don't hate whites. I just got a death wish for motherfuckers that ain't right. I'm rap saying that's lyrics? rap, dude. That's rap. For That's sure. so hard. That's <laughs> rap. Gotta be right. It's not this motherfucker needs to write an album. <laughs> not imagine some like guy yelling that at you on the street. It'd be like, wow. First of all, you're I would do it tomorrow. <laughs> you guys yeah, all I'm, saying I'm, it's I'm rap. Saying rap. Yeah, it's I think no, rap. I'm, I, 
I'm going to say Black Hebrew is like, that's just like, they are so fucking obnoxious <laughs> and aggressive. You call that obnoxious and aggressive? Have you heard some Black kind of Hebrew polite. Yeah, right? That was, cool. right. That was mild. All right, tell us. I want to know. I want all these for coffee pasta. So, so, okay, uh, I can give you these. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we're going to keep track of all of these, but uh, this one is rap. Okay, so that's. It's it's yeah. actually iced tea race war. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> yeah, alright you know. <laughs> uh, next up you little dirty ass crackers your day coming your day coming your day coming cause your little dusty asses wouldn't walk down the street in a black neighborhood and go walk up on nobody playing games like that yeah, I will stick my foot in your little ass, think it's a game over here, and we don't give a hell about your police. Ain't nobody playing with these dusty-ass crackers out here. Dude, he I really want to imagine like it's a rap. Got, yeah, that has to be a rap. Black Israelite. Israelite. Yeah, I'm going to go black Israelite, but I, I, I hope it's a rap. It's I hope it's a rap, too, but I'm thinking it's a more realistic maybe, maybe it's, black Israelite. It's maybe too it's just a rap. I don't people. know. Like, why would you say that three times in a row? That just doesn't and, 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 and wait a minute. Black Hebrew, the black Hebrew Israelites are actually Kang, right? Yeah, Kang. Yeah, so oh, that's, I'm going Kang. Okay. 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 I'm sorry. I, I, it's so hard for me because I don't listen to rap. So like everything these people say, it's just like, oh yeah. I'm what do you mean these people? That. What do you mean, yeah. cracker? Yeah, what black you people. Mean? Fuck you, mean? Uh, this this one is black Hebrew Israelites. Okay. Had to be. Um, from uh, the uh, Covington uh, school kids video. <laughs> I believe they were yelling at the kids. <laughs> Dusty ass niggas. I really want to say it's very funny that the the most cosmopolitan white person on this whole show is reading these things. Yes. <laughs> Toad from Boston. <laughs> hey man, Boston's got uh, got some some real hood. <laughs> Areas okay, I want more. This is yeah, the fun. people get spray tans. That's your hood. This is so oh, good oh, because oh. <laughs> I'm from the suburbs, though. <laughs> uh, I can't wait right. for when he's just like, by the way, that was MLK Jr. <laughs> <laughs> uh, MLK hated the juice. <laughs> All right, I don't, uh, I don't even know. Malcolm right. did. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, so Malcolm. <laughs> Malcolm big time did. I knew I liked him for a reason. <laughs> Malcolm's a fucking man. I gotta, I gotta say, he really is. <laughs> all right, well, Toad, that, sorry. I mean, that was another thing. When I was going through all these rap lyrics, they had a lot of, um, there were a lot of lyrics that had references to Malcolm X and like the Sons of Islam and Farrakhan and stuff. And I'm like, I probably shouldn't use those because they wouldn't be confused with Black Hebrew Israelites. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, the same. So I so I had to cut those out, and I had to get ones that didn't really rhyme as well to try to yeah make it more difficult. All right, the next one: uh, whoever's a faggot and a lesbian and a dyke and a child molester like R. Kelly and like the damn Playboy Mansion bastard that they don't mention. What's his name? Hugh Hefner. No I think that's no rap. Way. I think that's rap. No, that has to be that, that didn't rhyme at all. Like oh, there was nothing play. in there that rhymed. I think it's slang. <laughs> I think it's rap. Uh, I'm gonna go Black Hebrew Rizzle. Like they, they like. Yeah, I mean, they talked about Hugh Hefner. 
I mean, they talked about. I mean, I hope someone's paying attention in the comments with scores. I got two out of I mean, two right now. I'm not even paying attention. I got two out of two. Info got two out of two. I'm just paying attention to my score. I can pay attention to yours, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys going with on this hey, one? I say I'm going to go, I'm I'm go Kang because, like, it just sounds like something that some random guy on a street corner would just yell at you for no reason. I can't imagine. So does half of the Slim Shady LP one. Like, <laughs> that's true. I'm saying. Well, okay. Oh, okay. You're talking. Rap. Well, keep, well. Keeping in mind, all of these are from black rap. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. You're right. But still, I, I'm have you just, heard uh, Jaron Benson? No. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just look. Can you say what was the beginning of that again? Because I just can't imagine that being in a rap album. Uh, whoever's a faggot and a lesbian and a dyke and a child molester like R. Kelly. <laughs> 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 That's so funny. <laughs> Stefan Molyneux. <laughs> That's a good one. Somebody, Poyu Pirates says, trick question. It was a tweet by Stefan Molyneux. <laughs> that's, that's funny, man. Anyway, uh, Cole's okay, so I guess on this one. It's Black Eyed yeah, well, like, yeah, it's Black Tang. Yeah. <laughs> also, also from the Covington video. Really? <laughs> Is this where all your quotes came from? Yes, actually. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, why it were was, they talking about R. Kelly? Was talking to some some like white R. Catholic school kids. It was like, "Hey, man, fuck you for R. Kelly." It's just like, what are you yeah, like, I don't know. Well, like in the video, this is like the early half of the video, and the kids are like kind of over to their right, and there are all these other people. They're yelling at like Native Americans over here. They're yelling at the Covington kids over here. This had something to do with like I think there was a Catholic priest there too, and they're giving that guy shit. And Jesus. calling him a child molester, I'm pretty sure at this point. I don't even remember, man. Something okay. like that. While also, they're reading a lot of verses right out of the Bible, which I couldn't use those because those would be too obvious. All right, here's the next one. Gotta call up the Jews. <laughs> it's gonna start out right. It's gonna be gotta either one right Jews. now. That's the whole thing. Gotta call up the Jews. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, that's a pretty damn think, good like hook. You know what I mean? I think that's gonna be rap, <laughs> yeah. just because yeah. it's too obvious yeah. to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Sure, like, aren't because... they the Jews? So why would they yell that at someone? They're the Jews. <laughs> the real like, Jews. Like, like, we was Jews. Jews. <laughs> yeah, because honestly, because I mean. <laughs> The rappers always gonna talk about good about Jews because that's all their like fucking um the money's coming uh, from. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like you, you can't continue that statement because we would really know afterwards because it was like gotta call up all the Jews because they're fucking cockroaches and then we go, like, oh yeah, that's that's the Israelites. That's the I mean, Israelites. That's, like, this that's rapper, easy. if this is a rapper, I, I want to know who he signed to because there's no way he's got to be independent. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Universal. No, he's that's saying I gotta, call, these... he said, I gotta call my Tomwood. You'd be saying, I got if you gotta call up the Jews, that could mean I gotta call up my lawyer, or I gotta call up yes. uh, I gotta call up my doctor, or I gotta call up my fucking record label representative. Like, I would say every every record label Yeah, every record label That's representative's positive. last name is Goldstein. Like you know what's gonna yeah. be like it's not for it's definitely fucking, rap. For, for it's a, a, a famous That's person, funny. literally any person they would call is basically a Jew. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Making the same joke I just made. Yeah. Sorry, that's I'm usually my thing. So I'm I'm definitely going slang here. This is the yeah, rap album. Rap. You're all going slang on that one. Yeah, I'm slang. 
it is definitely slang and uh, Jack in the comments said that he recognized that one. And if I were to have continued it, it would have, uh, the song would have started listed, started listing various Austrian economists because that is from Tom Wood's house. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's for boomers. Oh, you know what? I, I think you may have got me back a little bit there. I might have to go re-listen to it. Yeah, <laughs> a hidden bass in there. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, what were you guys talking about? The banking system. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I All think right. we ran a little bit too much into that one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw it in, man. What's when I, yeah? I was going. No, no, not your fault. So it's not your fault. It's mine. No, 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 I know. I'm just saying. I thought it would be funny if I threw that one in here. The, the Mornon said we was Hebrews. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next one. How many more oh, we got? You got the lyrics on you, That was you, our Toad? fourth one, right? We have three. Three left. Three more? You got the okay, lyrics on you, Toad? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just for funsies. Let's see where it actually went. Oh, the top. No, 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 wait, 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 Phil Phil wait, philosopher, just fucking rap it right now. Go I ahead. Know, gonna... <laughs> spit some bars, bro. Uh, <laughs> so, Michael Heiss already knew what a caucus got to do to get the party started. Got to call it the Jews. got Rafa, got Ray, got Freeman, got G, got Block, got love for the others, all the sisters of the brothers. <laughs> July Lord is a lady's living doll of a kid. Yeah, I can get going. You know, oh, yeah. part, you know, there's like a lot of Jews on the music. I think this is the first time where we'll act, we'll have to disavow a guest instead of the other way around. <laughs> Talk about Jewish people like this, ma'am. Excuse me. <laughs> are, you, are you an Italian Jew? Me? No, I'm not. Uh, same thing. Oh, oh. I, I, can't, I just can't wait for the uh, the copyright strike. Just have more money than us and less oil. <laughs> I, I just can't wait for the copyright strike from the philosophers to this video. They're gonna be like, we heard those lyrics, motherfucker. <laughs> the algorithm yanked All of Stephen could sell it, yeah. <laughs> what's the next one there, Toad? Yeah, the next, Toad, what's the next one. one. All right. I love black women and I hate fucking crackers. I destroyed a whole city like Sodom and Gomorrah or Babylon. Dude, I'm gonna guess rap. I'm gonna guess. It could be dude, either one. I'm guessing rap. I yeah. think it's rap, but I hope it's a bra black Hebrew dude, because that's fucking hilarious to just yell at someone. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, fuck. Damn, that's so hard. I I'm gonna go contrary. I'm gonna go black Hebrew. It's like just because like I if they do listen to the Bible, I mean I can't imagine any like listen fucking rapper that you know, whatever. Honestly, if a rapper was gonna listen like read the Bible, it would be listening to it because they can't fucking read anyways. If I'm going to do so, Bible, uh, it's audiobook. Let's be real. Exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, the black Hebrew Israelites do uh, reference the Bible a lot. Yeah, uh, I mean, they, they literally think they're the Jews. Uh, exactly. Totally, well, yeah. so. exactly. <laughs> so, so Solomon and Gorma is kind of a big deal for them. <laughs> so. so Cole's going contrarian again here. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to go Kang here. Everybody else is going slang, and a couple of you are 100% right now, I think. No, no, none of us are 100% anymore. Oh, really? Because right, real, of Tom Woods? That's that yeah. that, that a genius joke that most of you probably won't Nick get. Cannon? <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cannon? I got it. Oh, I get it. What is it? Uh, this one is rap. It is from... Damn it. Got it's it. from uh, a song called Graveyard Chamber by Gravediggers. 
Grave diggers. Grave diggers. They didn't use the hard art. Grave diggers. Grave diggers. I mean, what? Careful how you say that word, cuz. <laughs> All right. Um, this is yeah. such a good segment. I love this so Thank much. You, I made a tweet the other day that I was like. Rothbard was actually a black Hebrew Israelite. <laughs> I was like, Digger, please. Grave Dingers. That, that's a callback there. That's a grave. Cool grave Dingers is amazing. Oh my goodness. All right. Do you know the Dinger thing, foe? Or does that not ring a bell? Title of the episode. Oh. Okay, no, there, so was that... there was a. Yeah, go oh, go ahead, husband. Oh, okay. No, well, you probably know better than I do. Honestly. Yeah, there was a. There, the, so the Colorado Rockies, there was a baseball game there and. um. It was at a Colorado Rockies game, and this guy was hollering out. It sounded like he was shouting the N word at a baseball right. player. It was What's at the bat. Nick? Uh, but it, it turns <laughs> out he was hollering out for their mascot, which is Nick, which is named Dinger. So whenever he was hollering Dinger, it sounded like he was hollering Dinger. Yeah, so people uh -oh. are using Dinger instead of the N word. Which, which it, it was a, people i'm people i do that too another couple of things so the guy up at bat was a black man yeah lewis which is really funny and then also like it got put onto twitter and then people just ravaged this guy and then like the <laughs> yeah, colorado the rockies, rockies made an official statement they were like we yeah. apologize for the fan who made racial slur and then like not long after that like a few hours later they showed there was more video of the guy who was yelling that way instead of forward you know at the, at the home plate because he was not far behind home plate he was right there <laughs> and he was hollering to the side which where that's where the mascot was dinger yeah <laughs> which dinger which I... for those of you who don't know dinger is a like another term for home run it's like a slang term for home run so that might not have, might not have made sense to some people why it, the mascot is, was named yeah. dinger it is one of the funniest like things to happen in baseball for a long time just uh, this guy yelling fucking dinger which it was funny because he was like a fucking boomer this guy looked like 50 years old yelling at the mascot for some yeah. reason it's just like you might have had his, his kid goal. with him or something like who knows i, know, it, I don't think there was any kid with him it was just like this guy and i think either his wife or maybe even another guy beside him he's just really happy to sing dinger so, maybe he like was retarded crisis shit i do you know? I, I, wonder, <laughs> I wonder if it originated in I wonder if it originated in the Negro Leagues or something, though. Right. Well, to watch him no, no, let's get moving. Over there. All right. <laughs> on this one more. Josh Gibson. We got two more? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm four for five. I got one wrong. Philosopher <laughs> got one wrong. Toad. The points don't matter. Cole has, right. This isn't whose line is it anyway. Cole, <laughs> Cole, Cole got one right, I think. I got one right. <laughs> All right. I had his grandson with him. Thank you, Travis. Always knowing everything. Travis is really smart. See if you can redeem yourself here. It's too late. He's already got one right. That's it. He can get redemption if he gets a couple right here. The last one is worth five points. So. <laughs> House rule. Uh, the G's are out to kill. We got crackers to kill. Sending them back on a ship to Europe. They deserve it. A nationwide riot across America. Okay, I have to say rap because he said G's. Yeah, that's definitely rap. Gotta be, right? Yeah. That sounds like some spoken word shit at the beginning, you know, and then it gets real fucking based, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going rap. Slang. All slang on that one? Yeah. Probably wrong. Uh, slang is correct. It is Ooh. from Final Call by Delench Mob. 
Base. Lynch mob? Yes. Like not Lynch? Lynch? Lynch. <laughs> Damn, they can't even spell Lynch right. <laughs> I'd, I'd have to look them up. I think they're an LA based uh gangster rap. They're based group. all right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember, man. <laughs> I just can't wait for the next uh, for some rap guy to finally say something about white women must be stopped. Whatever, rap guy. Yeah, rap guy. (laughs) Unfortunately, I looked. I don't know if we if we do another one of these games. I don't know if I'm gonna be be able to find ones that are as ridiculous as these. But I was looking for certain things like that, and certain I was looking for like the usage of Mayo Monkey, and I couldn't find one. I was not expecting the game to be like this. I thought you were going to like say racial slurs and then just like ask me if it's, I don't know, racial slurs. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> I don't know what I thought Kang meant. What's your thoughts on Spick? What's your favorite you racial slur for white people? Oh, <laughs> uh, for white people? Yeah. Oh, please. Uh, I mean, it's not creative. It's just cracker. It's not even much. It's oh, like, come on, there's so many good ones. That's now. okay. It's classic. Oh, Mayo slathered troglodytes. Oh, no Mayo slathered troglodytes. <laughs> it's the best. It's undefeated. Oh, man. What's the All last right, one we'll, there, we'll, The last there. one. Look at what America produces. This is the religion of America. That's make America great again. Bunch of child molesting faggots. <laughs> Okay. Just like your damn Donald Trump, if you okay. Google, go on YouTube and see your faggot president kissing Giuliani with Giuliani dressed like a drag queen, a damn faggot. Okay, I think that's <laughs> Kang. Kang. That yeah. has to be. That, that over. I would, like I would like to, I hope it's a rap because that's a. I will get buy that album. But, <laughs> like, it's I'll buy seventeen be. of them. <laughs> <laughs> I also I want to know what this is like after you say because I really want to know what this is reference to because I want to see like Trump kissing Giuliani in a drag queen outfit because I think that would be <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> but it has to be Kang. Yeah, it's Kang. I think that one was too easy. I was kind of running out of uh, options there, but yes, that is correct. It's Kang. It is again from the Covington thing where they, I think they were yeah yelling at the Covington kids for having the Make America Great Again hats. Uh, damn that that's <laughs> so much content like so they, they literally just put through shit against the wall and hope it would stick with anything and they just <laughs> laced a couple faggots in there and then maybe yeah i i don't have so, a justin i have a way to play that uh clip really that i can think of so i would love to it's a i i he just cooked me up an intro today so and i'm pretty excited for it so it'll be good yeah i'd love nice. to judge I just, I'm, I'm trying to think of tech ways to get it from my phone onto here, but I'm too fucking tech retarded to figure it out, even though this is my account. <laughs> I think that was pretty good. Tech Kang versus slang. That yeah, that was, that was that was Kang or slang. Yeah. Toe, good job there, man. That was, I mean, yeah. you got some stuff, some really good. I mean, it made, made me think, at least, for someone that doesn't listen to rap or Black Either Rubes. Black Israelite, it makes it easier. I will yeah, say, black my Israelite. favorite Black Israelite clip ever was that gigantic uh, guy who was like hollering at this little I don't even know, I don't even know what race this guy was. He could have been anything from white to Hispanic to Asian. He was just hollering at him, 
hell Hitler, nigga. Like, <laughs> try. <laughs> ask right, try. Right, we're starting to get to the point where it's getting close to wrapping up, and I want to say, there's been something I've been thinking about all night. I just can't connect the dots to make a good joke of it, but I want to let you guys know, because the ingredients are there, and it's great. There's some sort of joke here with Clint and Drew with the movie Looper with fucking Bruce Willis and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. There's something yeah. there. Because, I mean, it's basically like a time... You know what? Like, everyone's going getting at. Like, he legit... Like, Drew's like a young fucking Clint. It's like a the libertarian you're, equivalent you're of Looper. the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a libertarian equivalent of Looper. That's the best thing I can think of. We should, I, I should have... I'll have Clint and... Um... Drew sent me a picture like on the show the the theatrical pic the theatrical poster was like a shot of the the eyes yeah. I'll have them each send me a picture then again I think they have different colored eyes so I don't think it would work Dude, there's definitely a banger tweet in there for anyone who wants to formulate that there's something there the ingredients are there for a banger especially if you get a picture <laughs> I like how Nick knows what color eyes they have it's pretty gay Nick <laughs> they both have like the matching eyes or whatever so I could be wrong actually I I just know Drew has like bluish greenish eyes. I know that. Oh, I just, I just, I also want to put out there that we didn't have a white woman on a night, so we're okay. We're good. You don't have to, you don't have to subtweet us anymore. The, the energy because was we there, had, though. We had a yellow one on, so we're totally fine. Don't have to worry about it. It's like the yellow ones are fine. They don't have to be stopped. They're good. They make hey, really good rap albums. Now. I, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> hey, she, she's gold and black, man. All right. <laughs> Dude, I like the yellow. That's my race. Right, so I think we're at a good spot. Yep. If you want to drop your your plugs, though. Sure. Um, just check out my latest projects and events at thephilosopher.com and uh check out my latest songs and stuff like that. And hope to see you at the Tom Woods 2000 and hope to fully fund the music video campaign for Disobey. That will be a really good video. By the way, is oh, it yeah. is it pho or faux, by the way? How do you pronounce that word? Because somebody was in the comments saying we were pronouncing it wrong all night. Oh, really? Oh, it's pho. Pho? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I, I know I know it is just an overplayed joke, but I you legit speak, there is you read English well, so you read it in English. <laughs> no, no, but there is no words. So and I miss um, little squiggly that goes over the O that makes it a Vietnamese letter. So. I wanna yeah. say that in Pensacola there is an actual like restaurant called Pho King and I love that it has really good soup, but I oh. just love pho. I love those names. Like my favorite one <laughs> is called uh fucking gang. <laughs> yes. like, this sounds cool. Oh, so, you can reach the uh the Indiegogo for that new project you have on your website. Yeah, yeah, okay, exactly. Great. Uh at the any... top of my website it has like my link tree. Um and that's where I put all my latest projects and stuff. Sweet. So Sweet. nice and all easy right. for the dummies that watch this show. Hell yeah. I'll I'll, li <laughs> I'll link to some of these things. Yeah. Any plugs for Jack? As well? uh, thank you, so I was gonna ask the same thing. Oh, <laughs> Um, yeah, for Jack's work, I mean, uh, he has a lot going on. You could find him, um, on Twitter at Jack B. Lloyd. Um, and if you check out volcomic.com, that's, uh, where you can find his Voluntarist comic series. So, yeah. Right. Thank you for the appearance, Jack. That was awesome. Thank you yeah, very thanks. much for being on the show. Nick, plug away. Thank you. No. <laughs> All right, fine. Jose, plug away. Uh, Jose Galison, uh, the No Way Jose sh uh, show. I just got monetized, so thank you guys for all that. That's great. So we'll, you know, start showing up for my shit and fucking. I'm gonna start doing more live streams now. That way I can chase that super chat money. 
I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do see a, if you see a random live stream show up on our Tower Gang uh, Twitter. Yeah. It is just Jose because he can't figure out how to do live streams to Twitter <laughs> on StreamYard. So he asked us if we can use it on ours. I also figure my account is destined to get nuked at some point. So like we try to keep the uh, the show and we're you know like I don't know we we've talked about maybe like some sort of like overarching like thing with the Tower Power. I don't know. But yeah, I'm No Way Jose, the No Way uh, No Way Jose show. I'm all on fucking YouTube, all the major podcasters. Uh, thank you guys for helping me get monetized. I definitely go subscribe if you want to. Uh, I I'm literally with the live streams gonna be doing the same thing I was doing before, but just now on a live stream. I used to just like fucking record them and then drop them later, but now I'm just gonna do them live. I always do it in one take, anyways. I'm not like an editing guy. I'm an, a tech idiot. So, but yeah, I'm uh yeah, I'm looking forward to. I've been working my anarchist handbook series, so that's cool. Um, I don't really have anything specific because of right now, but there's definitely big shit in the future. So yeah, Nick, you. Uh, be, be sure, be sure to give uh, Jose money because hairless pussy does not sell well forever. So it just uh... <laughs> that's news to me. It's, it's a good business. So. <laughs> yeah. um, you can find me at Fat Comic Dave. Uh, coming up, we have some awesome stuff. Me and Toad, we're gonna be on who's no no the uh, Jared and Taylor are gonna be on this Wednesday, correct? On another Eight, yeah. Tower Power Hour, yeah, on Wednesday. Yeah, the hot. And then we have our, uh, our 9 11. Yes, it's going to be great. Uh, the 9 11 show, um, I'll say it now. We've kind of mentioned before, but uh, we have Ryan Dawson on that show. It's going to be really great. We have had some contact with Malang. I can't remember. It's Coste, I think. Yeah, Coste, the member of the oh. Taliban, Taliban meme lord. I, I, oh, I'm not getting we, my hopes up that much. I need but, to talk to you all about that. Just stop that right there. Okay. okay. We'll talk off air. We'll talk off air. All right. Maybe so, but anyway, we have the 9-11 special coming up. And then after Nick. that, we have Spike Cohen next Monday and some more awesome stuff after that. So we're pretty booked up. And Fat Dave and I are going to be on some other shows as yep. well. So Absolutely. Yeah. And also, Jose, shout out Naptown because you're going on his podcast I got, tomorrow. I yeah, I'm going on his podcast tomorrow. I don't know what his, his how he drops them. I don't know when it will be dropped. If you're in the – comments you can you can put it we'll highlight it but yeah no uh nap time uh, go follow him and i think it's nap time memes is, is i think handle mm-hmm. on twitter yep. so yeah definitely it's go follow guy. him i'll be on our shit will be dropping soon it sounds like a fun thing uh i know nick you've been on there right no no i, don't know. I, I have some... i was on you there have. there you go okay, yeah cool, i was cool, on cool. there yeah That's i don't know what it says nick so because you guys don't normally do much. It's usually me or Nick making appearances. So yeah, well, me, me, me and Toad are finally getting uh, big enough where people yeah. people are just like, "Hey, you want to come on?" I'm like, "Okay, yeah. sure." We'll go. You used, oh, yeah. used to ride off our co- coattails, and now we ride off yours. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so and then yeah. Toad, anything for you? Uh, and no, that was it. Uh, Anarcho Toad on Twitter, and that's it. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Ooh, thanks, man. everybody. Thanks, philosopher. Thanks, thanks, Jack. Thanks for everybody coming on. It was another episode of Top Power. We will see you Wednesday. Thanks, guys. Hell yeah. Peace. Thanks, guys.